0: It's been more than a week. It's been two weeks now.
1: This is what the cancellation's done to me, Conrad. Let's go with it. Uh, <laughs> how, how are you getting on, Conrad? This is the first one we've recorded since we've known uh, that the cancellation has happened of 1899. And uh, we're just going to sort of give our thoughts here. Conrad, how are you?
0: Uh, I'm well. I li- I'm I'm glad that's staying in because I like sniffed enormously in between you fluffing that intro and then carrying on with it. So the listeners will enjoy that, I'm sure. Um yeah, I'm doing all right to be honest, all things considered. I I I like I I'm disappointed as I'm sure we all are. Mm-hmm. Um it was kind of difficult coming back to this and like mustering the enthusiasm for it. Like there's there's definitely yeah. a certain um I don't know, like a melancholy in, in looking through reams of theories that I now know will probably not be confirmable uh, or, or um what's the opposite of confirmable deniable maybe I don't know but um, confirmed they will not be confirmed well no yeah I mean well, let's just assume they'll all be confirmed and uh, and pretend they yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're all gonna be correct uh yeah so there's definitely a sadness there um and yeah I don't know it's just like it's the, another. In the, I, this is my probably my first experience of this, actually. To be honest, I was yeah. going to say this is a, the next in a long line of cancellations of beloved TV shows that that have really dedicated fan bases who are really heartbroken uh, when they go away because they don't hit some some sort of nebulous metric that these streaming services uh, gauge it against. But I very rarely, as you well know, it takes a lot to get me to watch a TV show. Normally someone needs to nag me for like five years. He's a movie guy. I'm a movie movie
1: guy. I nagged him for five years to watch Dark, and the only reason he yeah. started watching is because I offered him the fame of a podcast. Yeah, you you were like,
0: there is a co-pilot seat on the rocket ship that is the Culture Cave, and I'm asking you to jump on board, and that was enough to get, to get me to get me on. But um, yeah, like I, I, this is my first time like experiencing it in real time, and it does, it it, tr- it truly does suck. Uh, it really does. Yeah. Uh, There's not really any more articulate way to put it than that, to be honest.
1: Yeah, well, I I obviously experienced it with the OA in real time as yeah. well. Like, the, the, if you haven't watched the OA, like it, it's maybe we're at the point now where it's been canceled for maybe six years now, five years. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Maybe only four. Who knows? Time is weird. Um, but apparently, like, through that being canceled, I've learned that potentially Netflix only hold on to the rights for 10 years. I don't know what that means for 1899, but yeah. I know that I know that uh, Britt Marling, who's uh, the star of the OA as well as one of the creators of it, has said that they hope to maybe in the future have like a Twin Peaks comeback, uh, which would be cool. 1899, I don't know how that would work. I'm going to be honest with you, but and maybe it won't. I really want to end this story, and I've mm. talked already about it, like. We're sort of a week out from the news here, I think, around a week out. From yeah, it, we're not um, exactly
0: striking while the iron is hot, to be honest. <laughs> like, no,
1: no, no, no. Like, And, you know, that's not really what our channel's about, is no, it? No, that's true. <laughs> we're, not, we're not a
0: hot take channel. Um yeah, yeah. We're just yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. here like, beavering away on whatever it is we yeah. want to work on. But it is... Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's still fresh in people's minds. And it's... I mean... I don't know what what's the, I don't want to spend too long on this. Like I don't, I don't know if you had a lot planned for it, but like, what is your take on the reality of or the realisticness of eighteen ninety nine finding a home somewhere else?
1: Um, I don't know. I think I think it's not going to. That's my that's my gut instinct because yeah. I think that Netflix has too much to lose. Uh, so if they if they were to allow like Amazon or HBO or someone apple or whatever to take this property they really run the risk of having egg on their face if it's successful yeah whereas whereas if they just don't let it what's what do they have to lose yeah. if they just if they want if they want to cancel it and it's canceled what do they have to lose they've already said no to the creators yeah you know it's not like they care about saying no again i in my opinion in my opinion um it was canceled just one you know it was canceled because it wasn't uh, a viral hit yeah. It was a bit, it was a hit that was number one or number two or number three for over a month. Having said that, I think what Netflix wants now is they 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 want the show which everyone talks about yeah. on Twitter and it's number one twenty on t- trending on Twitter for two weeks when it's released, and then they want another one. So if if, it's, if it doesn't get that two weeks number one trending on Twitter, then they just bin it. And yeah. unfortunately, Dark was so good. That they were given a higher budget show this time, and therefore it was held to higher budget show Netflix standards, which we all know are bullshit. But it was held to them, you know.
0: Yeah, it does. It definitely does seem like they want something to step into the shoes of a like Stranger Things or whatever, and be like, well, mm-hmm. if you're not like a cultural phenomenon of the level of like a Game of Thrones, then we're not interested in really supporting you in any meaningful way. Which is just, uh, it, I mean, like. It's incredibly infru- frustrating because it is—it was by—I mean, Netflix don't release any any metrics. I, I suspect specifically because they don't want people to challenge them on this kind of stuff, yeah. and also because they don't want to give away like how successful they actually are because it—it's it, in their interest to keep it secret. But by every indication I can see, it was a successful show. Like it's—it's a—it's yeah. a foreign. Well, I mean, it's partially English, but. I, you know, a partially foreign language show with some pretty high concept stuff going on in it. And yes, it was still incredibly popular. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not all TV shows are immensely popular in their first season. That's the really frustrating thing, you know, yeah, yeah, like it it takes a while sometimes for these things to find to find their momentum, and it's just uh, yeah, I don't know. very, very disappointing, but I don't want to start this on too much of a down note because i'm I was still very excited going into this episode to be honest like and it and it's without giving too much away up front, uh it very much justifies just or justified my anticipation this episode. There's a lot of stuff to talk about in this one
1: there is there is and i just want to say as well just before we move into the breakdown um the, to the listeners and to the viewers on youtube subscribe to the culture cave because <laughs> plenty more stuff coming plenty more stuff we've got uh mine and ema's reactions to the episodes we've got uh conrad and i are going to talk about some theories afterwards even theories into the void that's theories all the same yeah. as well as that we're taking suggestions for what maybe we're going to go do, do next. Uh, we're really sort of, we're going, this is this news has made us sort of go into, uh, you know, I don't know, planning mode. Like, what should we do next? Because in our mind, our channel was going to be, you know, formed around these three seasons of 1899 for the next couple of years. Not going to happen now, but we still want to do sort of good analysis and have fun and all this other sort of thing. So we're currently thinking, stick around for the journey. It'll be good fun. What we won't do, what Netflix did, we will not be following 1899 with Wednesday the week after because <laughs> yeah.
0: that that
1: that that really screwed this show over, and we won't be doing it to it. Don't worry.
0: We're uh, we're pivoting to being a pranks channel actually now. That's yeah. my that's my pitch is we're gonna just do the most hilarious pranks you've ever seen. See <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> so you in the breakdown. Oh no! First of all, we have to go into Conrad's pre thoughts. That's the one. Yep. Okay. See you there. Uh,
0: hello there. And welcome, welcome back. It's a great it's a great week. It's been a fantastic week. Um, let's get the obvious thing out of the way first in terms of pre-thoughts. Obviously, uh, we found out that 1899 was not going to be renewed this week. I don't want to... Um, well, last week, I guess, at this point. I don't want to like belabor this point too much because I'm sure Anthony and I are going to talk about it loads in the main body of the episode. Um, except to say that it was kind of tough to... Um, Work up the enthusiasm to take notes on this episode coming up. The storm, because knowing that, um, yeah, like really, really disappointing to uh, to not see these tra- these creators allowed to finish their vision um, or bring bring their vision to completion in a meaningful way. So yes, uh, that sucks. But we will persevere regardless. We'll we'll struggle on through. So the episode is called the storm. Um, and uh, we saw in the last episode them sailing off into a storm uh, so there's go- presumably literally going to be a storm but possibly there's also a metaphor there as well I sense some symbolism in that title um, we've got the boy in the pyramid still um, missing still being searched for by Henry Singleton and his and his cronies um, I, as I recall he kind of disappeared into Mora's memory not in the not in episode 6 but in episode 5 like he kind of sent her into her mind palace uh institution place and then followed her or ended up in a in a, in a different one because we saw him kind of looking around which if he is the one that's buried there and is her brother who died would be appropriate i guess that he kind of vanishes into her memory but yeah looking forward to seeing more of that um and always or, or as always i am hoping for more anton lesser because he's great fun in the show uh, kind of choose the scenery a bit in a way that i really enjoy so yes let's get into the main body of the episode
1: hey you yeah 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 you do you like 1899 well as well as these breakdown videos we also do theories unanswered questions and plenty more subscribe so you don't miss it the episode opens with a little bit of sexy time bit of love so, making bit of love making. so maura and daniel um, or should I say Henry and Daniel uh, making a bit of love um, in an interesting room in an interesting room um, mm. now I just go, I'm going to go through a few quotes that are said here because sure. I think before we talk about the interesting room I want to kind of talk about the subject matter is that, okay? is that okay?
0: yep go for it
1: okay so Daniel says I love you never forget um, hint hint nudge nudge mm. and then there's uh, I, Morris says I wish this moment would last forever um and then daniel points to her head and says well it does in there yeah um and we, th- we think that's very lovely but then she says oh you're finally starting to listen to me and then he basically says yeah psych no i don't listen to you and he says that he doesn't agree with everything she says um and he says that he thinks reality is what's outside mm. um and she thinks what's reality is what is inside the brain um and then yeah, so that's basically the gist of it. It's like the idea of what is reality. Is it is it what you experience within the brain, or is it what the brain experiences in the outside world? You know?
0: Yeah, and it, and it's like a, like we know that these two creators have been influenced by. Oh, I I don't specifically know whether it's Blade Runner or Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, but they love a bit of you know kind of existential sci-fi. Um, mm-hmm. And this is kind of a continuation of that. Obviously, that's more to do with you know, a, a, is an AI a person? Like what what actually defines being alive and having a soul? Yeah. Uh, and but, but this is kind of an extension of that in that, well, who is it? Is it Kierkegaard? I think. Therefore, I am. I can't remember which which philosopher it was. Or it might Descartes? be. Descartes. It might be Descartes. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm not very well versed in philosophy. as I've probably just exposed there. But um. <laughs> Whichever philosopher it was, I think "Therefore I am." I mean, this is kind of that manifested into a conversation. They're saying, "Well, mm-hmm. if you experience something, then that thing is real, and your perception yeah, of it yeah. is real, regardless of the physical elements that 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 go like go into making it." Um, mm-hmm. And I think that. It, it, <sighs> I love this kind of stuff because it's this like philosophical musing from the writers, but at the same time it works functionally within this kind of yeah. nuts simulation plot that they're telling. And and it's just yeah, it, it, it's these two these two kind of like prongs of their yeah. writing style kind of working hand in hand really beautifully.
1: Yeah no no exactly I know exactly what you mean. Like you have the Frieza sort of logical mind who only reads uh, science and philosophy textbooks because she's sick of. All fictional stories ending the same, hmm. and you've got Baron as who's just like an out and out artist. I just, I, I, yeah. I love like the, the the difference in the two of them. They're like
0: Iceman and Maverick, is what, <laughs> <laughs> what, they're like. They're polar opposites, but yeah. get them together, and, and magic <laughs> yeah, happens. Yeah, this,
1: look at the damage they can do. But <laughs> yeah. uh, fantastic, um, Netflix of course quaking in their boots are these two. But uh, right, so few things I noticed. Now we're getting oh. to the end of the season. Now. I'm just gonna start saying. We're gonna fire from there. Can
0: I say something before you do? Actually, yeah, just do, just so just just, just, just one small thing. Uh, this so- bedroom doesn't look like it's in 1899. That's that's point one. <laughs> it's sort of like that's a very modern room for 1899. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, well, who
1: knows, actually. you know, We uh, we have all sorts of things I need to know now. We have computer tablets uh, this episode. So yeah, yeah we've got
0: Nokia Engages <laughs> and PSPs in this episode. So PSP, yeah,
1: to PSPs uh, with, with a little knockout drinks tray on the side. But anyway, <laughs> um, did you notice that Maura um, was in a hospital gown whenever she got out of bed?
0: Oh, I didn't notice that, actually. That's a good mm-hmm. uh, that's a good pull. I mean, you know, I've talked before about like memories kind of blending together and things mm-hmm. that are real, but uh, being where they shouldn't be, and that's probably an example of that, I think.
1: Yeah, okay, so another thing I noticed... I'm just throwing stuff at you, Conrad, now, because let's be honest with you, we've only got one episode after this, and I just want to hear what your thoughts are, because I might forget to talk about it later, because okay. we're not going to get any reveals. Um, did you notice the sloped ceiling in this room?
0: Yes, now... Okay, Okay. now, so, right, when they leave this room, Daniel walks out of the pyramid. Yeah, he does. But they very explicitly don't ever show him actually walking out of the pyramid. True. Which, to me, makes me think that... The, this bedroom isn't actually inside the pyramid. The show is screaming at us that this room is inside the pyramid, which makes yeah. me th- immediately sets off my bullshit detector of just like no no no, we've done this dance before. <laughs> like I'm not <laughs> I'm not falling for this one again. So I, I think it's it's her it, well, it's it's her like well, more Maura's memory and the simulation putting this room inside the okay. pyramid but it is actually a room from somewhere else in their memory i mean it looks like a you know a new york apartment or something like that it's it very does, like it's yeah. very like open plan with like bookshelves everywhere and everything like so yeah i, I don't think this is the, actually the interior decoration of this pyramid
1: yeah fair enough and i think I, well i know what you mean and like you know the memories could be distorted here like definitely it could, especially considering that uh we don't actually know like if we, we, well we got confirmation actually in this episode that the simulation theory was correct conrad yes and, but we don't but we don't actually know that what year this is actually where we are actually in and no. therefore the idea that these memories are happening in 1899 they're all distorted in some way yeah and i but his memory um is his memory where he walks out the pyramid is on the place or the it looks to me anyway, to be the exact place that Henry Singleton's little observation office is. Because it's, it's like the same landscape. Yeah. We've got, we got we do have like Henry's mental health hospital there, which to be honest with you is probably where, I haven't actually thought about that. Before. Maybe that's where he is. I don't know. But basically, they ha- we have all of like the black shards around as well. So in his memory, right, do you think that the actual black shard, you think it's maybe like a different planet or something not even earth uh, do you think that's in Daniel's memory or do you think that's some weird stuff going on
0: no I don't think that's in Daniel's memory I think that exists in a separate part of the simulation that is constructed like it, th- like, the whole Anton Lesser thing is more of memory so she's like kind of siloed him off somewhere else so even though characters may literally be in the same place that H- Henry Singleton appears to be um, as you say like his crazy like you know monitoring facility appears to be right next to the mental facility and right next to the pyramid mm-hmm. um they are uh, they're essentially like different shards of the same simulation where people are okay. you know walking in the same place but in completely different places at the same time yeah we've
1: actually seen something like that before where um the boy now yes. Elliot went went down the hole and then when Mora followed him he wasn't there he was in a different version yeah. of that place yeah. yeah
0: absolutely like so i i, I think there's a, there's like a potentially infinite number of this these landscapes and every other kind of memory-based mm-hmm. landscape that we see
1: okay okay cool um so then daniel wakes up Maura does say wake up to him um mm. wakes up in the sort of room 1011 which is in the mental institution yeah uh, where Maura, Maura locked him in he then says let me out of here let me out of here but she just leaves she just leaves yep. him
0: he shouts that everyone will die again um which yep. um she doesn't take seriously which maybe maybe she yeah. should have done but like to yeah, be honest she,
1: treat, she, she treats him as a man standing on the corner yelling
0: yeah with a sign everyone's gonna that says, die Jesus is coming or whatever but in this case it's everything's gonna be a simulation or everything is a simulation mm-hmm. and every, everyone's gonna yeah, die yeah
1: exactly okay so then uh, Mora climbs up out of the memory um and we find out that there's a storm raging yeah. at this minute storms are uh, brewing huge storm storms are brewing storms are brewing it's this we're in the end game now as they would say yes um up on the bridge, they're all freaking out. We've got all the rest of the characters that are still alive, except for the ones who are down in the engine room. Yeah. And they're all freaking out. They're fearing that they're gonna capsize. Mm. They decide they're gonna go get the captain. Mrs. Wilson is has still got her black hand and she's like trying to hide it.
0: Yeah, it's like it almost looks like petrified. Like it's it's made of like mm-hmm. it looks like it's made of like really brittle coal or something. Like or charcoal. Yeah, yeah. Like it's about to crumble apart. Um mm. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention in the last scene, um, which just just because we're going to mention it again, I assume later, is that uh, we see uh, Maura's necklace, I think, for the first time. And I do recognise the symbol on it. It's like the hexagonal thing with the like interior line and then the pyramid. And I can't figure out where we... Well, I, I mean, it's it's been on um, Clemence's earrings and on, like, the mm-hmm. um, carpet. But I feel like we've seen yeah. it in other places that I'm not remembering. But it seems significant.
1: Oh, it's literally everywhere. So if, yeah. if you were to look at uh, like even for example like Lucian's like uh, cravat and stuff it's everywhere oh okay you know, uh, Mrs. Wilson's dress and everything you've got the triangle symbol um, but yeah there's a little bit more intricacy in uh, Mora's necklace itself actually a um, little bit more more intric- intricacy there I think that's when Mora. Uh, comes in to mrs. Franklin which oh miss mrs mrs. Franklin Miss uh, mrs. Wilson which is until yeah. a little later on um, but yeah so that, that definitely happens so then Daniel opens up now this is a really cool part mm. so Daniel op- opens up the ship's hull yep. with from within the wall of the institution we all follow along here so he, he opens he opens up the hull that was behind the wallpaper or whatever and then climbs in to yet another baramba odor and frisa Tuttle. yeah
0: uh you which cannot is a tunnel. For tunnels <laughs> sh- that's that's probably why Netflix canceled it. They were like you've yeah. got to stop digging tunnels. Like you, yeah, the, yeah. the the foundations of several <laughs> European cities have been permanently compromised <laughs> by all these tunnels that you've dug <laughs> during film. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. They've, they've used up their tunnel budget. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, basically they're walking th- he's walking he gets in, climbs in into these things and he's walking through like basically like a big wire tunnels yes. like there's huge like wires and cables in these tunnels Um, yeah so what do you think of that, so, about that design
0: the production design of this is amazing it almost it, like the cables almost look alive like it feels kind of mm. like kind of biomechanical like and o- organic in a way it, it kind of reminded me a bit of like HR Geiger mixed with I don't know if you've ever seen this or if the people listening have ever seen, uh, seen this but a, a Japanese movie called like Tetsuo the Iron Man which is about like this this man kind of blending with, with technology and becoming this kind of monstrosity of flesh and, and metal um, it's obviously it is all just wires like there's no flesh or anything in it but the way it's kind of shot um, it feels very like vascular like he's sort of travelling mm-hmm. through a vein almost but it's yeah it's amazing it's, it's such good production design on that tunnel
1: out of curiosity, uh, Tetsu or the Iron Man, uh, that that when was that? When did that come out?
0: Uh, like eighty six, I think it was in the
1: eighties. All right. Isn't Tetsuo the name of the character in Akira who also goes that
0: way? It is. Yeah. I don't know whether that's just a... have never looked into it, but I—I I, I don't know whether that's a co- just a very, very big coincidence or there is like a reference, a there meaning,
1: a meaning to the name, maybe. Yeah, because I
0: mean, Tetsuo, it, uh, the Iron Man. I—I I, I think it was after Akira, the manga. I'm not sure when it came out. Um... When, when the manga came out, but it it's one of those things where it would not surprise me at all to find out Yonche Fries and Bambo have seen Tetsuo, the Iron Man, and Akira and been influenced by them because they're both very influential movies.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, okay, so a bit more Conor McGregor here. Mora runs into him in the yeah. in the hallway. Uh, Mora says, I thought the captain was back on the ship. Oh, a little bit of a slip of the tongue there. You've screwed it up, there, Mora <laughs> Come on. He's like, "What do you mean back on the ship? Where were you?" Um, exactly. So, uh, and then he asked, "Have you found the boy?" She said, "Nope, didn't find the boy." Um, he's on a mad hunt for this boy. Yeah, he's he's, he's uh,
0: in he's in real big shit mode at the moment. Just like he's got to find the boy, and he doesn't care who he like. He's he's almost like not really pretending, uh, mm-hmm. that he, like he or not really playing his part anymore at this point. He's just like, "I'm I'm off. See you later."
1: yeah exactly. Uh, and then yeah he does actually go and he <laughs> this is the part where the PSP he takes a little drawer <laughs> yeah. out and then inside the drawer yeah. um, at the very back, there is a little tablet which he takes out yep. and starts to type away a triangle code into it. Yeah,
0: so he upgrades his N gauge for a PSP and scans like a schematic of the ship, which has a great kind of like sci-fi like like sound effects yeah. as it's doing it. Looks pretty sci-fi to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that doesn't look like anything that's like believably kind of old-fashioned, but with computer parts. <laughs> um, and it also has a shutdown timer on it. Uh, counting yeah. down at the top of the screen, which is um, a dramatic device as old as time itself, but one that st- still works just fine.
1: Yeah, love it. My favourite part of that scene is not the reveal of this uh, new uh, prop, but actually when he says, while looking through the, the schematics of, of the Kerberos, he says about the boy, where are you, you little rat?
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's a he's a shit. He is a real shit. This character. He just has no no redeeming qualities about him. And it's I'm not going to keep mentioning it, but it's a real shame that we won't ever find out any more about him because like most like these creators are really good at giving complexity to characters who seem very black and white, and he is just pure pure black at this point. He's like there's nothing good about this character.
1: Yeah, he was gonna be like the Noah of the season, yeah, this yeah, series, yeah. you know. And and uh, I love as well, like when he called him a little rat. That really sounds like something Conor McGregor would say in like a yeah. pre-match, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pre-match press conference, while throwing about whiskey opponent.
0: at his opponents or whatever it is he does, <laughs> attacking their buses.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. So Mora goes into Ike's memory to try and find him. Um, Ike's wife is sort of, I don't know what you would say, just like sort of miss. Misfiring, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, are yeah, you, yeah. Uh, it, it's are like, you lost? Are you well? Just keep saying, are like, you lost? Are you well? Yeah.
0: Can I, yeah. It's like, what do you want? Can I help? And ask if, ask if she's well. Like, it's this, like, loop of questions that mm-hmm. are designed to kind of get, I guess, like, progress that this part of the simulation on, but it's stuck in a loop because the whole thing's falling apart at this point. Mm-hmm. um I love the individual. Yeah. Um, I love the the visual of the like electric the kind of glitchy electrical storm like raging over yeah. Ike's family home as well like another awesome visual.
1: Yeah, and I also love the fact because they because they use the um the volume that was probably like there for the actors to see while yeah. they were acting too. It's yeah, really yeah. cool. Um, okay, so Daniel crawls uh, uh, through the cable tunnel and he comes out of a hatch into a memory, and by the. Rosary beads on the ground, we can tell this is like Angel and Ramiro's memory. Yeah. Which we haven't seen uh, played out yet, but no. we get a little hint of it here. Um, so what do you think about this idea of like crawling out of these tunnels into different memories?
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 kind of similar to the the like bug idea, I guess. Like he's going he he's he's moving through the almost like the, the the mechanisms of the machine powering the simulation itself to emerge yeah. into the various parts of it. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, cool to see a reveal of spain or portugal or wherever this is supposed to be um presumably he like looks down the well which i should and there's obviously the rosaries on the floor which makes me think did they like push a priest down a well or something is that is that what's
1: happened (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what a what a murder Um, yeah yeah they're
0: like we we can see the face of our lady mary on this stone father and then they get him to (laughs) look closer and then push him in
1: and <laughs> No 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 you've missed a, a very subtle detail Conrad go on. we see we see the, the the face of Mary on this stone father. Take off your clothes, push him in. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah that's true. They needed his they needed his <laughs> cassock.
0: So maybe they like no what so what they probably did was they like they had Ankel go around the other side, grab him by the shoulders, pull him down but at the same time, Ramiro grabbed like the bottom of it, like the hem of the cassock. So as he fell forward, he was kind of uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. You know how John Cena used to take his t shirt off where the whole thing would just <laughs> like that. Yeah, the one that's, hand, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they did to him. So he kind of just slipped out of it as he fell.
1: That actually, yeah, I think you're onto something there. I think I'm also re- reminded of like uh, the Mighty Ducks 2, yeah. where like they, they teach them how to fight rough. Like the street kids teach them how to play hockey rough. And it's like, stick gloves shirt and he yeah. like rips the shirt off his back I think mean, that's what it <laughs> yeah. it's a mixture mix, that's probably a mixture of all the influences yeah. um, but then we've got uh, uh, we've got Ramiro et al I've said here so all going down to uh, to, to the engine room for some reason Eben and uh, Anka decide to stay uh, yeah. where they are I, I guess that's I, just
0: even being like this is supposed to happen and being fatalistic yeah. accepting it yeah, yeah accepting like yeah and anchor exactly. anchor like has his moment to choose whether he's gonna stick with his nuts wife or or like break from her and it, and it is you know it's legitimately sad because it's it, it, yeah. it's essentially like well i've gone this far with you it wouldn't make sense to change right now at the death you know why why ruin a life of bad decisions like like yeah. right right at the end um I do I I very much enjoyed Tova telling uh, even to like shut the fuck up at last that yeah, was good. Call her
1: crazy yeah, and everything that, like that.
0: That was fun. And uh, th- th- there's there's a lot of like hidden in all the like cool sci-fi and mysteries of these kind of shows. There's a lot of really cool like procedural stuff as well mm-hmm. that they just kind of it just shows they know what they're doing so like w- when Ramiro was like handing out life jackets to everyone and I mm-hmm. think it was I think it's Anchor. Anchor who says, No, 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 we'll freeze. We're not gonna drown, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, that's cool. Like, that's good writing, That you know that and it's like and you put it in there. It doesn't need to be there. It doesn't really add anything, but it's it's just just makes the characters seem more real and more and yeah. like and and gives you something to latch onto with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're exactly right. And also I like the idea as well, is that Ramiro is wearing the life vest. He gets taken to the top of the water, and then he can't swim down to get through the door. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, like what's he thinking? Yeah, don't put it on inside. They tell you that on every plane you ever go on. I know he hasn't been on a plane, but like you know, come on, Ramiro. Oh, who knows? He may be, be oh, He probably on a plane. has been on a plane. He's probably been on a fucking spaceship. To be honest, with the way this show's going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, Mora uh, leaves the memory and look, but then, oh, this is a very small moment, but then looks and has sort of thinks about, for some reason, the photo of Ike and his family. Mm. Um, don't know if there's anything to say about that, but it's a nice little character moment. Yeah. Um, Daniel continues through the hatches. Uh, he seems to be in Oleg's memory because we see the little New York card. Yep. Now, this memory is an interesting one. It's a snowy, snowy environment, so you could believe this is uh, maybe Poland in the winter. Um, but there is a blood trail leading up to I don't know is a little hutch or something um, yeah it's a
0: weird it's almost like a hay bale but it but like it's kind of got wood in it as well like I'm not sure it, it, maybe that's just insulation like uh, around it or yeah. something but or, 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 or am I getting confused with the tova and uh crestor? one i can't remember if there was hay oh
1: yes no yeah you know you are yeah i like it was actually like it was like a wooden thing but it did like it, it looked it wasn't like a house it wasn't big enough it did look yeah. like it was meant to hold something it was to store something and there was a blood trail leading up to it so we now know that there is also seems to be murder in ollex past too so yeah. there's, mur- there's murder in a lot of people a lot of murder this, a lot
0: of, this is like this is sort of like an agatha christie novel this has turned into where yeah. like everyone's harboring a dark secret <laughs> everyone
1: was the whole time but apparently it's all murder that's the that's weird
0: <laughs> yeah it's all um, it's all like, it's like there's like one person on this ship who like like didn't pay a speeding ticket or something and they yeah. but they got lumped in with it, all these murderers yeah, yeah yeah this isn't the
1: same come on <laughs> uh, so uh, engine room next we've got uh, Lucian has a little sort of a wobble mm. Jerome comes to his care straight away he Good does yeah. um, and then uh, we get a whole thing where they're asking Franz for help Franz Says things like, for example, we have to get the ship going into the storm. We don't want to have the ship parallel to the waves, we'll caps- capsize in no time. Yeah, um, I didn't know that about ships. I've, I also, uh,
0: I've played Assassin's Creed Black Flag, so I know that full well. You have to, you got to hit them head on because those rogue waves they'll get you, <laughs> they'll get you, and they'll turn you over.
1: Excellent, excellent. Uh, so also, like, I just, I will say, like, I, you know, guys, listen to this, you know me. I'm obviously thinking about the Brexit, right? <laughs> it's not that, not Brexit in general, but it's actually just like sort of progression of society in general. Yeah, you have to go in. You have to go into the storm to progress society. If you just go with the direction of the wave, if you go parallel to it, you will capsize. Uh, it's it's littered throughout. So uh, and then we have Brexit
0: means Brexit is what I'm. Then <laughs> he's saying that. Well, exactly. Well,
1: <laughs> it, a, unfortunately, it did as well, didn't it? Um, so, Franz. Uh, now, this is a cool thing. Maybe you could explain mm. this. You, you, you're, you lived in Portsmouth for a bit. You know about ships. Sure, I'm, a, I'm, taken, an, I'm,
0: a naval man. I'm not. You've but, walked. You know. You've, you, yeah. We've,
1: we've, we've, we've went into the depths of the HMS Victory together. We did? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I know a thing about a hull
0: hole or two. But tell me this, Conrad. What's a bulkhead? Bulkheads are like. Uh, so the ship is like if you imagine um like a ship as like a series of compartments the bulkhead mm-hmm. is like the bit that joins the compartments like the really like a kind of o oh, well it's like a square or it wouldn't be a square cuz it's a ship so it's like you know flat and then a kind of boat, curved into yeah. a u uh, uh, like big bits of like iron and steel and then you put a door in it basically and that, those are designed to seal off the compartments so if you have a leak uh, you can seal the door to a bulkhead and in theory uh save the ship uh, and famously the titanic had a bunch of c- compartments joined by bulkheads which had gaps at the top of them so the water would just pour over the top of the bulkhead and into the next compartment which is one of the big reasons why it sank
1: well that's pretty stupid then isn't it like let's be honest <laughs> built in um... belfast
0: pride of belfast <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> sailed from southampton uh, ah yeah. right okay yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can i can i just say actually for france like it's nice to actually have some leadership qualities from him. This is a bit again a bit of a redemption yeah, yeah, for a yeah. character here. Um, you know, sending Oleg to steer the ship while he goes to close the water bulkheads. There's a lot of like heroism in this episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. to be honest. Even though and, and you know, even though I suspect it's a simulation, and even though I suspect this isn't the last that we're gonna see these characters, this is that they don't know that. This is them accepting that they're probably going to go off and die to, mm. to save the ship. And it is, you know, heroic. Um mm-hmm and I did, although it's kind of formulaic by the end of this episode, I did love all the people going off, like Tova goes off with Franz, and Ling Yi goes off with Olek, literally like five minutes off him saying, the most important thing is we keep the engines running and it's like, yeah. well, Lucian is having like some kind of attack that's going to kill yeah. him shortly so they're going to go off, like every everyone's just leaving, I can't remember who it is this is just Angel and Ramiro by the end of the episode yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. It? yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like guess it's just us. Yeah, uh, like yeah. <laughs> making a whole bloody steamship run, yeah. um, and then that doesn't go very well either. But no. um, yeah, so there we go. Uh, like yeah, Yi goes off with uh, Olleksay, saying I'll never leave you. Uh, and then, well, then Olek left her later. We'll get into that later. Yeah. But, um, he's not very so- good at steering
0: a ship either. Which I, I mean, people who've steered boats in the in the comments, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, surely it's pretty easy to steer a ship, right? You just, just that, just hold your hand, just that. Hold her steady! That's all you need to do. <laughs> just... Yeah,
1: like, the thing is, well, when you steer a ship, you aren't you just, like, moving the rudder? Yeah, like, you I think know, so. So like, so, like, it's not like the storm being so powerful, like, the waves. It's, it's He's acting as if he's trying to actually put weight in to steer the whole yeah. ship he, against he, the Yeah, weather. that's
0: him moving the whole ship there. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's got the strength of the incredible Hulk.
1: Like, surely there must be mechanisms, like, and, and like, pulleys and, like, you know, systems to, 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 to like, to, like Increase the moment of force to allow you to turn the wheel quite easily. Yeah, not, in the, not,
0: not in these German ships. That's why they're so good at sports because all their, all of the basic kind of jobs require feats of superhuman strength to perform.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that about them actually as well. Uh, but anyway, so um, yeah, so the next bit's really interesting to me. Okay. Mm. Just, so, just to sort of forewarn you there, Conrad, I'm interested in this part. Um, okay. Mora still has Daniel's device. First bit of interesting stuff. Yep. Now, this is the interesting part for me. She goes into Daniel's room. And under Daniel's bed, there is Daniel's memory. Now, here's the thing. I thought this Joker
0: came from the Prometheus. Why the hell does he have his own room? Almost as if he himself is as much trapped within this as everyone else. Like, he thinks... That he's yeah. like, I have fucking clocked this. I figured this out. I'm gonna get yeah. us out of this. But he doesn't realize that he's just as much a part of it as everyone else is. He doesn't. He, yeah, yeah. He's not looking in the right place. He's almost there, but he's not quite, unfortunately. And uh, maybe he's
1: doing what the simulation wants him to. Well, that, um, yeah,
0: that's that's a that's a, an entire a, an entirely separate discussion, but one that's very possible as well.
1: Yeah, I think also he might. Maybe it's like a video game sort of thing, and like sleeping in that bed <clears throat> made that his spawn point. Which means that yeah, it's like Minecraft. uh, Yeah, when you
0: sleep there, that's where you wake up when when you die. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then under his bed uh, became his memory because it was his spawn point. Now I think that's probably right. Yeah. Um, So she goes into his memory um and into the the big room which is being hinted that it's within the pyramid. Yeah, there's another bloody establishing
0: um, shot of the pyramid and her wa- yeah, and walking yeah, yeah, yeah. towards it and then walking in the door of Hers and Daniel's bedroom. I'm not falling for it. You're not getting me <laughs> with this. You know, what
1: I love about that that that, that uh, establishing shot of the pyramid before it goes into the room. Yeah. It was a pr- it was a proper like uh, I don't know like sitcom establishing shot. Yeah. You know, like this like a proper <laughs> Like really try <laughs> to convince us,
0: he's <laughs> facing, like the Seinfeld, like bang, 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 yeah.
1: That, that's, like, <laughs> that's what I was and expecting. She slides you know. in the
0: door like Kramer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be amazing—a big like restaurant uh, neon sign on the pyramid. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's what I thought. Like the 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 establishing shot was a bit too. Obvious to me, yeah. It's a re- it's a on.
0: real like neon sign talking about restaurant yeah. signs. It's a flashing sign saying, "This is where she's definitely going," and I'm I'm just like, <laughs> "Absolutely not! Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> right? Like, I've we've done this dance before.
1: Yeah. Okay. So this is the moment where she starts having some flashback attacks yes. of uh, of sexy time with Daniel, mm. and then she sees a pile of photographs. Yes. Um, does suffer, I suppose, a little bit. Maybe the fact that it's simulation means it eventually wouldn't have this problem, but a little bit of like the problem where why why have this family taken a hundred million uh, photographs in the last month of their life while they all look exactly like this, <laughs> but they have no pictures of when they're younger? Yeah, um,
0: that's a good point. <laughs> There's no uh, the answer to that is that. It's a TV show, and that they didn't have pictures of them when they were younger. I think so. They just I know, I know. listen. She bought Daniel a camera for his like I don't know, <laughs> thirty-second birthday or however old he is, and they used it a lot, <laughs> like, yeah, but there was nothing yeah, yeah. before then.
1: No, no, exactly. Uh, so basically, uh, she sees all these photographs, and this is the moment. I'm sure, Conrad. You know, you, you're a, you're a clever fella. Yeah, you can put it together. You probably put together here that this little boy is her son.
0: Yeah. A big old, a big old red mark in the theory matrix uh, for this one. Uh, well, quite a few actually, because I'd speculated previously that they were the same person, which they're not, and mm-hmm. that one of them was her brother. Which hopefully Daniel's not her brother, uh, because mm-hmm. that's that has its own. Pro- I mean, we're going to be doing dark again if we if that if that turns out to be the case. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> like yeah perfect match they're perfect match
0: oh god they're gonna be staring at each other through a, a, a like a coat cupboard uh, across worlds <laughs> yeah. by the end of this but uh, yeah so both of those wrong um, I should have really seen this coming to be honest because it, it, it was kind of staring me in the face and it was really obvious by mm-hmm. the time by the time it's confirmed but um, but yes so boy uh, who I don't think his name is it's given at this Ian. point but I mean it's Kieran Not- right um no, no, it's not Kieran. Kieran's, uh, her brother. Um, what is his name? I've got it. I wrote it down. That da- Elliot. A- oh, okay. No. Why did I not? I don't think I did write it down. Well, there you go. Well, Elliot. Elliot. Elliot.
1: Um, um, yeah. So that's 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 the son. I will say back in my one of my theory videos like eight months ago or something, my wife uh, predicted that uh, this would be her son. I think mm-hmm. when we first saw him in like the original teaser or something, um, it's just a gut feeling she had, and she was right. She was right. Um, yes. This is a rare one. Anyone who followed our Conrad, uh, oh, Conrad stuff, our dark stuff, this is actually a really rare thing for Conrad not to be not predicting correctly the identity of someone. I don't think you've ever done this before. Yeah, I
0: normally I normally get it right, but I think uh, the problem was like I if I if I like predict something early or I well yeah mm-hmm. I, like predict someone's identity early, I tend to stick to my guns on it yeah. e- even yeah. when. All evidence to the contrary is standing right in front, <laughs> right in front of me, as is the case with this. Um, but yeah, so there's a couple of interesting things that come out of this, though. So the grave we've seen, as we find out later in this episode, at the institute, mm-hmm. um, is the most—it's the most solid confirmation we've had yet. I think that <clears throat> her memories are getting all muddled up and put in the wrong places because it's mm-hmm. her son's grave. But it isn't where it should be, where she where she grew up. Like, there's no reason why he mm. would be buried there, um, given the traumatic relationship she had. She, she says she had with that place. So that's point one. Yeah. And point two is that, and I don't think this is really confirmed in this episode. So maybe may, maybe this is going to be something that that will um, that you'll be able to clarify, or or that that will be clarified in the next episode. But she said earlier on in the sh- in the series that she had complications at birth and couldn't have any more children. And I wonder yeah. whether that was true or that she can't bring herself to have another child after this one or is this another instance of a memory being so traumatic that her subconscious is not allowing her to clearly remember it and is obfuscating the truth?
1: Okay, yeah, so basically mm, there are good questions. You are asking the right questions. But... Um, I think later on didn't uh daniel whenever daniel joins her in this room like she actually mentions the fact that it's impossible i can't have children and then he says oh that's a false memory uh you wanted to forget uh that's what he says um he says you wanted to get you wanted to get rid of the pain so what do you think that means
0: um so hold on let me find because i i wrote it down and now i need to find okay yeah so it is a little bit later, but yes, yeah, so th- that false memory stuff, I was kind of hinting at it there, but mm-hmm. I think it's a case of... He thinks it's a it's a false memory, but it's actually um, unresolved trauma manifesting in the same way that Anton Lesser's Henry Singleton has manifested as like the antagonist of this simulation mm-hmm. because of her unresolved trauma um, caused by her relationship with her dad. Uh, the trauma... Of um, losing her son at a fairly early age. I don't know how old Elliot's supposed to be, but like he's like I don't know seven or eight or something. Some, or something. Uh,
1: I think I don't know how he's old. He's meant to be, but I think the the actor looks about ten, eleven.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sure. Ten. Um, so I think I mean da- again, Daniel's almost right, but it, it's it's not so much a false memory as. Um, she has created for herself within this simulation a biological reason for why she can't conceive and can effectively reject any intimacy mm-hmm. or thoughts of conception because she has not dealt with the trauma of losing a child. Basically, um, so I, I don't think Daniel's okay. completely wrong, but I think he, again he's not qu- he's not quite looking at the the full picture when he says that to her.
1: Okay, Okay. fair enough. We'll come back to the rest of that scene a little later once we sort of fill yeah. the gap between. But basically, Daniel goes into Mora's memory. He finally gets out of all this uh, sort of tunnels thing, goes to Mora's memory, and then actually goes, swipes some dirt off the top of the grave, yep. and un- underneath the grave... Is a child's heavenly room, yep. which is like uh, like every every ten year old's dream, and inside inside the room is the boy Elliot. And now Eric Elliot...
0: Obendorf, we found him, everyone, he's here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> Finally, a reason for er- Eric Obendorf. But so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone get Jürgen on the phone, but uh, <laughs> big Jürg. Um, so yeah, so, so basically, he's down there few questions here sort of tease out some stuff so he says where have you been he says uh have you found the code mm-hmm. um and then there's the part where he says "Mum." so there's the verbal confirmation that it's mum. he says that she still doesn't remember but he w- she will and it'll be done over uh once and for all we need to find uh the device he says mm. and uh he then uh, Elliot actually gives his father a ring, a golden ring a wedding ring I suppose Yes. and then uh, he says she will wake up this time I'm sure she will um, okay. so that's like the dialogue of this scene so code, what do you think?
0: yeah so I mean the code is presumably to be input into the ship's terminal thing that we saw Connor McGregor futzing around with earlier or some, or maybe the the thing down um, down where the lifeboats are uh, we were
1: told the co- later on we were told the code could be anything a this, a this, a this, a key, and then she pulls the key out. So I'm assuming that's the code.
0: Yeah, but a code implies you have to input it somewhere as well, rather than just find it. Um mm-hmm. I mean
1: have we seen have we seen where it's gonna be input? Oh, I think we did this episode. Oh,
0: I'm okay. trying to think now. It's been like a week since I saw this episode now, so I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in
1: your notes in a minute you'll see. Yeah, I'll be like,
0: ah, I remember this now. Um yeah, but yeah. yeah, so I mean the code is def- is interesting and becomes more interesting when we see what the actual like what the quote unquote code is. I think the, the yeah. stuff that I really took away from this scene is it's the first use of the word loop in the whole show, which yep. mm-hmm. you know, we, we know how much these gu- these guys love love their loops. Um
1: <laughs> Lowy loop, yeah.
0: Um but it's not the loop that they think it is, I don't think. I also found it interesting that Daniel um that the the um the boy Elliot hands Daniel more what seems to be Mora's wedding ring. Uh, ba- yeah. Based on the lovemaking that we saw earlier in this <laughs> yeah. episode, it, it was. He was on top, not to get too graphic about it, and her hand was the one that we could see with the wedding ring on it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so I don't know why Elliot has that in the simulation. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was in that little room. I don't know, I uh, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like. It's maybe like,
0: she buried <laughs> it with him, actually, because, I mean, if I follow, this is just me kind of firing from the hip, mm. but. If I follow uh, the the thought that the boy and her inability to conceive is a result of her not dealing with the trauma of losing a child at a young age, then I suppose the entire marriage could have fallen apart as a result Mm -hmm. of losing the son and the wedding ring was buried with... Elliot's body and this is a kind of representation of that like he kind of possesses the ring because it's buried with him maybe Um, Mm. that would also be a really interesting twist to the Daniel and Mora relationship if his whole Daniel's whole thing is like I've got to get my wife back she's got to remember and then we get through to the sort of ultimate layer of this simulation it's like actually it turns out we were divorced like 20 years ago or, or 50 years ago or however long it's been running because we lost the son and we couldn't reconcile the marriage after that um which would be entirely believable
1: or or maybe like it's like you need to remember. You need to remember, and she like remembers everything. And then she's like, "You cheated on me." Rem- like, <laughs> remember, less. I remember less. Remember
0: less. <laughs> yeah, I didn't
1: mean remember everything. I didn't mean remember everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that. Would, that would be that would be fantastic. But one thing I wanted to mention about this scene as well, in the okay. little underground grave room, this is the point when they start talking about the code, when they start talking about loops, mm. and they start talking about all this sort of stuff, right? This is the bit where they're really like. This is the wink and the nudge here, saying we're in a simulation, guys. Yeah. Um. Before they reveal, they always want to like lead you straight. Yeah. This there is this is your classic
0: it. like the, the thing you always spot with these these creators. Like that yeah. they want they want you to get it. They want you to yeah, get yeah, it yeah. before, even if it's only twenty minutes before. They want you yeah. to get it before they actually say it, so you can feel clever. Um. Yeah. Yeah. At-
1: exactly. And I think that one of the big big parts of this, uh, I don't know if you noticed it, but the score in this scene really changed and i really felt the score was feeling really science fictiony here i think that the score in this underground room when talking about codes and stuff really became something different than it has been the whole time actually
0: me. i didn't notice that but like i could totally mm-hmm. believe that because their their sound design is and and their and their like composition of music is so on point
1: yeah yeah, yeah exactly uh, okay mcgregor on the tablet sending the triangle messages uh, puts the draw back. We'll yeah. catch up with McGregor later. Boy, boy found.
0: Um, That's what he's saying.
1: Boy found, yeah. Found him. Uh, well, actually, we find out because the uh, message from the Kerberos uh, guy later on comes back with the boy found message. Yeah. Um, and then Ling Yi and Olek, uh turning the wheel. Again, I like to mention everything that happens in, in situation, but we, we've already really talked about that. Yeah. Um, Daniel goes back to the boat um, and then he sees Mora has went into his memory which he's not happy about. Mm. We've talked about the initial false memory chat. So we'll talk about the fact that it is, they kiss. Yeah. And then she recoils and says, this isn't real. You're not real. Daniel says, this is, you're right. This isn't real. Yeah. This is a simulation. Bosh. Correct, Conrad. What did you like? You even got the name right, simulation. Back of the net. That's a top, top
0: bins is what we call that one. Top, (laughs) top bins. Um, So, okay. Well, one, one interesting point that, I, I wanted to just mention prior to this is I, I was a little confused as to why, he, like, Daniel seems to panic when he finds out that Mora has entered his tunnel and gone to the pyramid slash mm-hmm. their bedroom. um Because he, if he wants her to remember who she is, why is he panicking when she's getting close to that? And is it is it because he doesn't want her to be surprised by the pain of a lost child, or is there something else there?
1: Well, yeah, because maybe because she's the creator, maybe, like, it's all about managing how she's finding out about these things, yeah, and maybe he say, thinks yeah. that this is this is going to be too rough on her, which could cause the simulation to really go mental. Yeah, you or don't something. want her I
0: don't to. Know. I I do suspect that there's some element of like if she is suffers too great a shock, she will like become brain dead, and everyone yeah. will just die permanently. Like we have to. Yeah, we, we have to like manage the the revelations here. Um, but mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. I love. The Plato's cave stuff here. It's so mm-hmm. cool. Like what's causing those shadows is actually real. And it's just like when he says that it's like, or are those just more shadows, Daniel? Come on. Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's 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 just these really, really interesting, like existential questions that they're asking here, and they don't really have any answers to it, but they don't need to, because the questions themselves are interesting enough. Um but he does Well, I think actually, sorry, just
1: to talk about the Plato's cave analogy again, I, I will say one thing, right? I've talked about that already. And one thing I'll say is the idea of like being within the cave and like, you know, you're trained to a rock or whatever. And all you see is the shadows in the wall and really, you know, the reality is truly, you know, what's out, what's actually making the shadows. And as you say, are they more shadows? Like the, the, the famous images, like, you know, the thing that makes making the shadows knows what the world outside the cave is, but also back in the idea in those days, like humans also probably believed that like life on earth was all there was you know and stuff like that so like i love the idea of potentially like sort of multi-layered stuff going on as well and i think um anytime you have a three-season show and you reveal in the first season you're in a simulation your mind is all of a sudden gonna never believe you're in reality no matter what you know what i
0: mean this is one of the reasons why i'm like well, as soon as Daniel said oh this is a simulation I was like well I've never been more certain about my theory about moral controlling everything and there being layers to this that we haven't even seen yet because if this is getting revealed in episode 7 of season 1 of what was planned to be mm-hmm. a 3 season arc it's like where do you go from there like yeah. if like, you know, everything's a simulation
1: exactly and, and what I love as well is when like, for example like obviously we've tried not to compare it to Dark all the time but in Dark at the end of season 1 no one would have would have predicted what happened at the end of season 2 at the end mm. of season 2 no one would have predicted what happened at the end of season 3 yeah. so except for you and i think that uh i i <laughs> i think i put I, I honestly think that where the show was going to go is inconceivable to us yeah. um and i love that yeah. but i would have loved it even more if we got to see it you know what i mean
0: yeah i mean to to be clear like i think even though like i have a very sort of categorical clear idea in my mind of where i think the show was going i think i would have still wound up only being half right because they're, they they mm-hmm. if i was right at all for that matter like because they just have such a great way of like kind of even even the the people out there who are really paying attention they have a great way of kind of twisting their expectations a bit um mm-hmm. which yeah it's just fantastic uh, but yeah this was a great great reveal i was very happy to finally have it confirmed daniel kind of turns into an exposition machine in this episode really it's just like this is what's going on this is what's going on this is what we need to do Mm -hmm. and i don't mind it because it's been fully earned and it's still really compelling while he's doing it as well
1: yeah and the actor himself uh, yeah and the performance lovely yeah Lovely Welsh brogue, you know, but uh so there's uh he also wants it, one thing he says is like you have to remember or there'll be nothing to wake up for, and your consciousness will be trapped forever yes he says.
0: yes, so i that's that's an interesting turn of phrase as well, like there'll be nothing to wake up for um mm-hmm. I wonder what Daniel means by that like whether like that that to me implies that he thinks that there's some ticking clock. Yeah. Um, in in the world beyond the simulation, that more only Mora can can or only Mora waking up can fix. But it, he he doesn't say any more than that, and it's very it's very very uh, juicy a juicy morsel.
1: It is yes, there's a lot of little juicy morsels in this uh, in this in this episode. So Virginia has a letter. Um, we've sort of seen her before. Henry's watching everything in this episode. Yeah. He's, watch, he's watching everything on those little screens of his. Shut down in 20 minutes time. This is where the message from the Kerberos guy comes in. Mm-hmm. And he show, he says that he, Conor McGregor knows where the boy is. Conor McGregor then goes into Mora's memory to get the boy. Uh, you know, how would you believe? Mm. Um, so Daniel uh, then says, uh, you have to remember where the code is and then Moore's like oh here it is the key um she's got a key the whole time he's like you had this with you the whole time yeah. uh she says someone she, sent she, it to her maybe her yeah, brother she, but she got it with the, yeah cuz because she got it with the uh the envelope yeah uh, or, so, or, so or did she f-
0: send it to herself as a as a like as like the fail safe pit wake yourself up kind of uh uh solution to getting this simu- getting stuck in this simulation that has has not worked um I'm not sure of the answer to that I just that was my first thought there I also there's there's one other thing I wanted to mention about the Conor McGregor scene when he's chasing Mm -hmm. the boy this is probably nothing but at the beginning of this episode Maura looks at the uh, the awakening by I can't remember her name Kate Chopin I think her name is um, on the floor and then Conor McGregor yeah uh, or Chopin looks at it
1: again Chopin yeah I'm
0: I'm gonna say Chopin because that's how the Polish Polish guy is uh, is (laughs) pronounced but it's probably wrong um but yes, so they both look at that on the floor and that's the second time in this series uh that Mora and Sebastian have very very deliberately looked at the same thing. Like the th- this episode's the awakening and in episode 2 I want to say um they both very pointedly looked at uh Mora's bed where the boy had gone to hide from the the mob of angry Scandinavians. Um yeah. Might be nothing, but I just noticed that like they're really focusing on those two sharing views of things, and I can't really figure out why. But it's something that's probably worth keeping an eye on.
1: Yeah, well, I think a big fan theory uh, coming out of the season is that Sebastian is actually Kieran. Um, okay, they have the same co- they have the same coloring and stuff. Uh, one being German, I don't know. Is that is that is that uh, I don't know. I. I personally think that's too obvious. Mm. It's kind of like um, I thought of going out of, at the end of Dark uh, Season One that uh, Bartos was Noah. Uh, so I think that like there's there's some things which I think they want you to think. Yeah. Um, so I th- I think that I personally think that the fact that their coloring is the same. Would imply to me that it's not him because I think it's too obvious. Yeah, it, it could be him, It could know. easily
0: be a red herring. It could. I mean, and you know, let's be a literal. Literal red well, herring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, let's be honest. This episode is full of them pointing the camera at things and saying, "Ah, ah, what about this?" Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. when it's clearly them just trolling the audience. Yeah.
1: yeah exactly. Uh, okay. So. Um, would be great though if that character Sebastian actually ends up the actor is actually Irish and we we'll are be calling him the whole time <laughs> yeah.
0: he like takes his moustache off and then, and then he just starts talking in like a thick cork accent or something
1: <laughs> oh that would be great caric, caric, caric. so okay so uh, Lucian has a proper attack this time yep. uh, and then yeah, as you say earlier Clemence and Jerome are just like let's get him out of here see you later
0: Angel and Ramiro <laughs> like, and they're yeah. just like you power the ship
1: yeah and it was all for nothing we'll find out later Um, and uh, Daniel gets the tablet he he plugs what we found out is called his shell
0: Mm, there's a lot to talk about with this
1: what do you think about the name of that that device first of all being the shell
0: Okay, so um, a shell shell is um, like a program that runs on a terminal um, that basically allows a user to have direct access to like the underlying operating system of of cool. of, of, of uh, whatever that terminal is accessing, um, and it <clears throat> it allows you to run various programs on that operating system, like whatever functionality is built into the machine that you're interfacing um, with. So every time Daniel has used his shell, we've seen him use it a bunch. And I will say as well, the production design of this again is great. Not to bang on about production design, but I love mm-hmm. the like broke ornate brass bit that he kind of snaps out of the side. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cause it like legitimately looks like a Wii U or a PSP, yeah, yeah, but then yeah, yeah. with this crazy brass bit on the side. Um, but yeah, so every time that Daniel has used his shell, he has essentially invoked functionality. He's, 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 interfacing with a terminal to use functionality that is built into the simulation. So the, the killing of people, the making the guards look the other... or Well, deleting people, I guess. Making the guards look the other way when I and Jerome needed to escape their, their captivity. Um, so that is what like that's what a shell is and i i think that the that must be the reason that like they've used that terminology here because that's essentially what he's doing um and the most exciting thing about this is that um we can if we if we so choose legitimately use the jurassic park it's a unix system clip here if we want to because this entire system could quite easily be a unix system <laughs> like it so uh i'm
1: just saying explain if, explain to us what that is
0: uh like unix is like a, an operating system like a like kind oh, yeah. like a a low-level operating system Linux or um whatever, yeah. but like a lot of a lot of um terminals will will run on like Unix systems because it's very like um very um rudimentary um, yeah like undemanding basically it's simple like the simpler an operating system is the less can go wrong with it so if you've got like really core functionality running on it you want something that's as robust and simple as possible so uh yeah I mean it's probably not a Unix system because Unix is very old but um but it could be and that's quite funny
1: yeah that is really funny uh i'll also say there's some more terminology in here that i love yep. and that, yeah that's the uh, so the idea of um him b- saying that uh so basically he's gonna say that once they flush us out yep. everything will start start again um i'll i'll run through it and then you can sort of tell me tell me the computer science stuff on. yep i um uh, and there's one thing i want to say about one of the words before you go into it be- because the thing is uh i, I just want to have something to say okay <laughs> uh, so
0: it's right you have your fun And I'll I'll be like I'm like I'm gonna be like a this is gonna sound very patronizing I don't mean it to be but I'm gonna be like a parent when their child's performing it like um, a nativity play or something like that Mm -hmm. like I'm just proud to see you having fun. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm doing my best here. So um, okay, so once they flush uh they flush us out, everything will start again. This uh this run will go into the archives just like the others, but this time it will be different. I'll anchor us to it, so we'll go through the same port. This will buy, buy us uh, more time. Now, uh, all that terminology, I'm sure, means a lot to you. Mm. I, I'm i recognizing a fair bit of that. I will say this, though. Um, I love... Now, I don't know why. This is There's certain lines in some shows where you're just like, this must have been one of the first thoughts they came to before they started actually... <clears throat> writing this story yeah like what are the chances they wrote this whole story and then realized oh my god this is set on a ship and you know we have ports within computers and we have ports within within uh server blocks and stuff yeah like they must have been like oh my god you know before they even started writing they must have been thought imagine a computer port is a ship port yeah and they they must have thought of that about that then then they started sparking more ideas because otherwise what fortune
0: you know? Yeah, I mean, I think they probably did. Like, I mean, obviously, like the 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 reason that they're called ports on, um, you know, like firewalls and and things that 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 have ports that you can open and close is because they serve effectively the same purpose as ports in real life. You know, they let mm-hmm. things through basically, um, or let things mm-hmm. let things arrive there. I suppose is the more more accurate description of it. So, um, yeah, like I I think I I would be fascinated to know. In what order they they came up with this stuff? Because because things like you know shells and terminals and ports, that stuff Archives, that they so. that they probably came across. Uh, What's the name of the hacker film? We talked about it like two, two Who weeks am ago. I? Who am I? That's it. Um, that stuff that they probably came across, um, or, or maybe more than just came across, maybe did some pretty pretty significant research into while they were writing. Who am I? So yep. that's the kind of stuff that they they probably brought to this. But to get from that to this like nautical theming for for their show is is like on one hand that could be really heavy-handed like uh, uh, but on yeah. the other like they they've done such a good job of making it seem believable within within this world that they've created um so to mm-hmm. i won't get too deep into it because you you've you've pretty much explained like most of it to be honest but this bit here is actually kind of jumbled techno babble a little bit because yeah. because it like the archives and ports and stuff, like anchoring yourself to ports like that's not really like how uh, there are ways to sort of do that in 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 like a a kind of computer science sense but um but it, this is a bit like I'm hacking the mainframe kind of thing like it, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. whatever it just sounds good don't worry don't think too much about it um, yeah. but basically like if we abstract what he's saying he, he's essentially saying that like the simulation will be flushed through one port and the simulation itself um, or sorry everyone in the simulation will be flushed through one port treated as one kind of traffic and the simulation itself will go through another so we have ports like HTTP for when you're like browsing the web which is port 80 or FTP which is for transferring files which is 21 um, so that they will be treated treated as traffic which they aren't. Uh which is which is just it's just like kind of a fun a fun throwaway thing this I think. Yeah, yeah. But it did as soon as they started talking about this I was like hold on a second. If they if it, if everything's getting sent to the archive and, we, and like which is you know we've seen a ship graveyard so it's like well yeah. come on <laughs> like like that that ship <laughs> graveyard's an archive then uh, it immediately made me realize that we were going to see uh, Andreas Peachman again and I got very excited.
1: Yes, we did. Uh, Half oh, that would have been. <coughs> that was a sim gone. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, with. yeah, it was out but of yes. the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's out of the show. He's gone. Uh, yep. So we also get a little bit more. Like each sim runs eight days. We find out, and we also find out that none of the ships have ever made it to their destination.
0: Yes. So, not that surprising. No. All all told, because people keep on figuring stuff out, and the simulation keeps on having to restart itself because it's getting too close to like a catastrophic failure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I would agree yeah. okay so then we got the Olik and Lingyi scene where Yukja Lingyi's mother uh, calls out to Lingyi she's now down on the uh, outside deck and um, Olek leaves the wheel uh, to go out and try and help her and then he gets I'm going to use the word
0: comically yeah <laughs> washed overboard I thought we were going to get a Wilhelm scream here As proper like well, yeah <laughs> just like thrown (laughs) him again we get our like Odysseus siren imagery here again uh, with Yukja appearing to sort of try and lure uh, Lingyi out Mm -hmm. to sea um, which I I think is nothing more than just a really cool visual and nod to sort of Greek mythology but um, yeah it was great and what we're what we're entering into in this episode is what I'm going to call a gauntlet of people just fucking dying. <laughs> like, yeah, this yeah, yeah. is this is now this is the thinning the, the herd. Yeah. This is this is the bit where they were like, right, we need to get let's get some of these chess pieces off the board here, guys, uh, and they <laughs> yeah, just yeah. run through them all. But this one is really sad because, like, we didn't know that much about him, but the performance is really strong. He seemed like a a genuinely good person, although you know maybe there's a bit more. Uh, depth to him that we that we didn't didn't realize but it was sad to see him go
1: yeah no no i agree um you know uh and maybe we'll see him again who knows but uh hmm. lucien clemence jerome they get to the, the room but they're too late lucien has passed away as you say yep, bye, the, yeah by lucien yeah by lucien then we get uh, angel dying as well classic under a pole situation there yeah um he, he has a moment where he sort of says that, you know, Ramiro was always too good for him yeah. or he's much he's too, much too nice a person to be with me. Yeah, uh, doesn't
0: understand why someone so gentle and loyal loves him, which is, you know, classic. Classic, I hate myself, uh, but I love you yeah. kind of dialogue.
1: Yeah, it was nice to see it. It was nice to see it. Um, <laughs> so, Franz, uh, in the ultimate uh, statement by Bo and Yoncha, sacrifices himself... For a woman who was a victim of sexual assault. Yeah. Unlike his role in Dark, where he almost (laughs) committed a role of sexual assault. Yeah. uh, He sacrifices himself to save Tova, um, and then uh, Eben and Anka, uh, they are together as they go.
0: Yeah, and and honestly, like it was a really cool sacrifice, really powerful moment for Franz, Um, and. a- and for anchor as well less so for even because she's still a homophobe and still sucks to be honest uh, like i'm not sad to see her go even if she's you know a complicated person with yeah you know maybe some reasons for for some of the the uh, some of the problems she has but, faith um,
1: didn't waver though faith did not waver to the no, end no i'll give her that. She, she, stu- she stuck
0: she to, stuck to those bigoted views right to the end i'll give <laughs> there's something to be said for it you know yeah you know something- you know God above all else loves consistency. That's what (laughs) that's what I've learned. But um, I'll be honest: during this scene, I like Franz makes Tova promise that she'll live, and I was of the opinion that everyone was going to die. I thought, okay, we're doing a full a full wipe of the board here, and I was like, well, that's what they
1: were trying to do, weren't they? Yeah,
0: I I didn't think Tova would make it, but um, I was wrong, as it turns out.
1: Yep, so she did. And also, uh, Henry's watching the whole thing. He watches Franz, Eben, Anchor, all these people dying. Now, here's the thing, Conrad. I don't know if you notice this. My little keen eye notices. There on. was tears in Henry's eyes. Yes. Watching these people die. What do you think about that? Um,
0: so, I mean, he he says every time they make the same mistakes and every time they die because they can't get rid of their emotions while displaying mm-hmm. emotions himself... Which is, yep. you know, hypocrisy, to begin with.
1: Yeah,
0: it's also, I mean, the characterization of Henry Singleton has been all over the place, and I've said I think the reason for that is that he's this wild manifestation of trauma that Mora has, and not actually a very accurate depiction of the real person. Who was probably, probably had his problems, but was a lot more boring and, and less Machiavellian. Mm. And I think, I guess, I don't want this to be like a fallback every time I don't understand something that Henry Singleton says, but I, I do suspect that any time we see him say something or do something that's in, in conflict with, with his goals or with what he's saying, I do think it's because he he's essentially like a caricature of someone who has been created by someone else's memories of him. So... Mm. I don't think he's genuinely sad about this. I think that this is maybe an aspect of him that Maura remembers, where you know he was. I mean, he must have had some degree of empathy and some degree of emotion as an actual human, because you know he spent his life trying to help his wife get better after. Did I can't remember if they said what actually happened to her. Did she have a breakdown after or or, or something?
1: Well, yeah, they said that she stopped remembering everything, but it never actually, yeah, fully said what what happened to her.
0: Yeah, or like Alzheimer's or something like that. You know, whatever it was that 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 that, that his wife went through, he dedicated himself to helping her get better, which is not the behavior of someone who has no emotion. So, mm-hmm. I, I, I think this is again a muddle of the, the 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 truth of the situation, which is that Henry Singleton was. A complicated man who had emotions and his role as this kind of mustache twirl- twirling villain within the mm-hmm. the, the, the simulation that Mora has created.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I I I'm getting similar vibes from him to be honest with you. Uh. I don't know. So I don't. Yeah. It's it's interesting to see. Like, is he a full manifestation of something within the simulation, or? is is she just in some way controlling his actual like is like do you think he's a person plugged into something or do you think no. that he is 100 like npc of her, of her of her trauma so
0: are you are you thinking that he's being forced to do something that he wouldn't actually do and the tears are him kind of crying because he's doing something that that hurts him even though um he's being forced to do it is that is that your thinking there
1: hmm yeah maybe that is my thinking actually the idea that yeah he he th- he views it as like his role to do this uh but he genuinely doesn't have the same sort of conviction yeah. as maybe even did towards her yeah. uh, ideas I mean, you know what i mean
0: on, on the one hand like it uh, my, uh, my belief is that he's long dead, and that like he he he's not plugged into this simulation. But on the other, there's no proof of that at the moment. I mean, everyone that we've seen in this simulation seems like a pretty real person, and I guess that goes back to the the whole idea of if something seems real, does it matter if it is or not? You know, like what like, like which yeah. of these people are real? Are they all real? Are they all parts of a program that? The, 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 the memories they're based on or the people that the memories are based on died years ago um it could it really could go either way and that's kind of why Henry's such a fascinating character still because if he is like being sort of mm-hmm. this puppeted by this simulation to behave in a way that that he doesn't actually want to then that's equally tragic
1: yeah no no I agree uh, okay only a few more points to go uh Mora's, uh hatch is gone yeah. oh no sorry is it Mora's or is it uh oh uh, my- I think it might just
0: it might be Daniels.
1: Oh no, I think it's Morris because they're going to go get Elliot from the grave. So I think it is Morris. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, um, it says uh, so. Henry basically does a little like sort of tannoy system, like uh, yeah. you know, uh, you know, Daniel, please come to the front desk. And he says, <laughs> "You've you've come far this time. Using the Prometheus to regain access was a smart move. Um, nevertheless, you have failed again. Yeah. And then he says, "I want I want the key." Uh, in return you will keep uh you will keep your son um so basically saying i want that key that's the code we need it here uh dan says i'll fix this i love you never forget and he gives mora the wedding ring now the next scene is uh henry opening up the pyramid little twist of the corner Mm. opening up uh the pyramid and um Basically, he, he says a few things here. For example, he says, Kerberos will be moved to the archive, your mother will bring me the key, and this will all end. He then, uh, it, inside the pyramid, when it opens up, you can see it says the word, wake up, and there's a little slot which you
0: can imagine the key would go in. Yeah, um, yeah so, again, like, Henry Singleton's motives here, what he wants it all to end, mm. a lot of people are talking about ending this, and... Mm. I'm not clear on why or why they're not working together. Why they why they when their their motives or their goals seem to be so so aligned. Why they're not why they're not like operating on the same side. Um, yeah, because he even says Henry
1: Singleton even says at some point to Elliot um, that in this episode uh, that in order for it all to end something about Mora as well. So I think there's even an allusion to Mora being the one that needs to save them all yeah. by Henry, which is like, well, hang on, but what? what, Like, why are you working against her then? I don't understand.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, my theory here, and this is, this is really firing from the hip, to be honest, and I doubt we'll ever get anything on this, but I think the significance of the key to Henry's plan is to presumably, like, he... Within this simulation, he thinks that the pyramid and the sort of technology it represents... Um, will allow him to unlock the secrets to his wife's deteriorating mind. So I think that Henry Singleton became obsessed with curing his wife of Alzheimer's or dementia or or whatever kind of mental mental illness she suffered from. Um, And um, alienated and isolated, the re- like his children as a result of that, and that's the trauma mm-hmm. that Morris still carries. So it makes sense that within the simulation, this version, this kind of caricature of Henry Singleton, is completely driven to fix his wife's mental illness. Still, and and mm-hmm. and okay. the the like his goal uh, that is somehow tied back into this the idea of like the simulation like the not the meta level of stopping the simulation but like the level that daniel and he are operating on is mm. is still to do with his wife in some way but i there's not really any evidence for that i'm just kind of guessing because that's the only character motivation we've heard for henry singleton in this season so far
1: yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. I think, I think actually, yes, that as the show was probably going to continue, we were going to find out a lot of stuff about his actual wife. And I think, <clears throat> like, like Dark, all the stuff, crazy time travel stuff going on with Dark, it all did come down to the love of a father for his son. And I think this show probably would have done something similar, <clears throat> and maybe it would have all come down to henry and his wife's relationship potentially um at the end of the third season so it's, it's really interesting to think about that all right the episode closes with whirlpool massive whirlpool opening which i'm going to be honest with you was in the trailer and really got me excited i theorized a lot of weird stuff based on that <laughs> yeah. uh, and then it just turns out that actually it's just opening to send them to what we presume is the archive Kerberos mm. goes in there is the ling Yi shot where it looks like she is ascending towards a white light it's quite, it's quite um, uterine
0: it's almost it, it almost looks like uh, someone being born to be honest like it's sort of uh, yes
1: i thought that as well actually um but uh that that moment in the trailer is actually a few people mentioned in the comments saying that she looked a little bit like the chinese uh mythical figure chong okay. so that made me go in, go into a lot of research on that and i'm convinced uh conrad now that you've almost seen the whole series you could probably uh, i'll fill you in on that th- uh, theory another time that she is a representation of a chinese mythical figure called chong who okay. eventually got caught um between the earth and the moon uh after she she uh st- stole slash took a vial of immortality uh really cool okay um, awesome
0: yeah that's that's right yeah. i've never heard of that but that sounds awesome
1: yeah, okay, so then uh, we get uh, Ike drinking and then <laughs> hears the can sound. I, just say, I
0: love I love that Ike's been keeping himself busy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like he's been sent to the fucking shadow realm and he was like, Shall I try and get out of this? Nah. <laughs> like I'm just gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna sit at this desk drinking.
1: Oh, uh, if I was him, I definitely would have been rowing over to this other boat to see what's going on. Yeah. But um <laughs> So so basically, uh, yeah, he's drinking, and then he goes out onto the thing. The wind by Cat Stevens starts to play, yep. and and uh, people on the Kerberos who are still alive come out to the deck, and it, the shot ends with uh, Mora looking at Ike, and go back to Mora, and she's sort of crying mm. or very tearful, emotional, and then the episode ends.
0: Is is this? Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the first time we've seen daylight? Well, in, not in a, a like outside of the memories. Like this, this um, really struck me as no. a kind of, or if it's not, it really struck me as the brightest scene we've seen of the ship, uh, the, yeah. the the ship stuff. Um, it's like this this sunless dawn of some kind that really colors the sky orange in a way that's that, that's very notable. We've seen
1: it maybe once or twice at the very beginning, like with Ola Hovniss' lunch and stuff. Mm. But I think I think I think for the most part, obviously i've watched a behind the scenes documentary which you'll look forward to watching actually there is one uh, on netflix 40 minutes um they canceled this even though they had a documentary funded <laughs> anyway mental um so uh they uh so you watch that they meant they mentioned that like basically their choice to use that sort of like pinkish hue of sunlight and like and, and that actually was because that's what made the volume look the most realistic oh, okay they, Interesting. Were they, if they made it just be complete daylight um they 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 just didn't think it looked real. So, uh, but I know what you mean. This is the first time, maybe in like the second half of the season, where we're actually getting brightness. I think I agree with you yeah. there, actually. Um, but yeah, so they're all in this uh, archive. Um, what I like to think about that is it's like those characters are like now in the archive where usually just the formulas, formulas, uh loops of the simulation get stored. So that means that now, does that mean like their consciousness is actually located in a different server than their body now or something i i find it really interesting those questions you know what i mean
0: yeah i mean that's not supposed to happen presumably like in the simulation because they're all they're all a part of it so yeah i will they just be missing from the next instance of the simulation or i i mean i guess one of my theories here is that mora has the um has the the psp slash uh, knock your, no, well, I guess the shell, the shell, the yeah. shell. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to call it an engage still, cause that's what it is. Like, you're not going to, you're, you're not going <laughs> that's not gonna, what it you're is. You're not going to fool me with your production design. <laughs> right? Um, but like she still has that. So presumably she could send them back to a new instance of the simulation when it, when it turns up. But I do wonder whether these characters will even be there or whether they'll be played by different actors, maybe, uh, or, or but the same characters, um, yeah, it's fascinating to think about. I don't know if there's a clear answer to that, really, at this point, but e- either way mm. would be really interesting.
1: Awesome. Okay, so just before we go into the Theory Matrix uh, at the end of this episode, I want to just ask you very quickly, because we're not really going to be able to properly, properly theorize and get answers about episode, uh, Season 2, Season 3, at least we don't think we will, I just want to know, at the end of Episode 8 of this season, what's happening? Are we outside the simulation? Are we in the real world? Are, what's what do you view as the end of this season?
0: I I still think. I still think there's going to be like a pullback and reveal, where you see, like, an alien style opening with a bunch of people in like tubes. Sleeping on like a spaceship or some shit like that. Like it, like that's my thinking. Tubes. Yeah, you know, like the kind of cr- the the hypersleep. Like tubes. Avatar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, like Avatar. You know, <laughs> like the, the bunch of people in like white robes sleeping, like plugged into the simulation in tubes, and it's going to keep pulling back, and you're going to see like a fucking space station orbiting Saturn or something like that. That's my. <laughs> and, that's my. And my this
1: plan. all came. This all came from the. Uh, Message from the Kerberos yeah, man. That clothes. guy <laughs> is
0: wearing a fucking James Bond slash a Star Trek original series jumpsuit, and you don't do that unless you're gonna do sci-fi. God damn it! All right, so <laughs> that's what I'm expecting. I I want to have. I I don't think they'll do it, because I think that's going to, like, that. when they do that reveal, if they do that reveal, it's going to be more believable sci-fi than the Anton Lesser stuff, which is very much like a kind of 2001 A Space Odyssey, like, walls of blinking lights that clearly don't do anything kind of sci-fi, which I love. And I would love if the space station that that they're revealed to be in, or spaceship or whatever, has, like, those banks of blinking lights and stuff, but I don't think it will. But, but, uh, yeah... That's my that's my Hail Mary for the for the end of this okay. season.
1: All right. All right. Well, we'll go with it. Uh looking forward to that next week then. Um so okay Conrad, uh let's get into the theory matrix then.
0: Okay, yeah, so I'm not going to give anything away uh for the scoring, but I will say uh it's it's looking pretty close at the moment. Um oh, okay. so I don't know what we're going to do when we review it. We'll just go through and and rate them based on believability. (laughs) 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 Probably. um, Okay, so the six for this episode. Uh, Maura and Daniel's bedroom isn't inside the pyramid. Not going to fool me with that shit. Um, (laughs) The code Daniel and his son talk about is to be input on the ship's hidden terminal. That might have kind of been already, like... Uh, marked as incorrect, to be honest, when we come to to look at that. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Mora's um, false memory of her inability to conceive is actually more unresolved trauma manifesting in the simulation of her own creation, her mind creating a reason for her to never have kids to manage the trauma of losing one. Um, everyone Daniel killed was also sent to the archive, the ship graveyard. Not sure about that. That was just kind of a guess, but I wonder if we're going to see... Mm. Them show up um, again. Okay. Right. Um, Henry Singleton, because it doesn't make sense. Like, why would he kill Ava when he could just send her to the ship graveyard? But having said that, she left a body behind, actually. So, uh, which Ike didn't. So, I'm fairly sure that's wrong. But. Why that's something a, aid, Ada, Ada not Ada, Ada rather. Um, yeah, yeah
1: I, I know what you mean actually you're right why didn't he just her <laughs> Like, why does behavior? he
0: have to kill her? I suppose they maybe because they need to find a body. There's probably a reason. But I do feel well, like,
1: my, my 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 theory on her to be honest with you is that she's not real. Um yes, I uh, I think we're late, we're late enough into the into the season here. I don't think she's real. Mm. Um I the moment whenever Cresta was trying to open the window to let her soul out and he couldn't let it out. That made me really think that she wasn't real. Um, okay. It also just might—it also just might have been a um, an allusion to the idea that they were all stuck in a simulation, so she couldn't get out anyway. Yeah. Um. But but I don't know. I kind of you even if, remember as well in the first first episode how she sort of just knew everything. Yeah. She was like she was like, like a
0: little exposition machine, just like oh yeah, yeah, there was a there's a boat that like disappeared and then went to do some shit with the devil or whatever. It's like why do you know this? You're eight years old. Like how?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I I really think that she might not have been real, and also she's the only other child except for uh, Elliot.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Um, uh, so yeah, entirely possible. Uh, but yeah, ripped to, rip to Ava, if um, if um, Ada rather Ada, Ava. Now I've yeah. confused myself by like saying a- it wrong. A- 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 Ada. Yeah, Ada. it is Ada. Okay. Um, rip, yeah, ripped Ada. If she did just Daniel just killed her rather than sending her here for some reason. <laughs> um, last two. Henry Singleton wants the key to unlock the secrets of his wife's deteriorating mind, represented by this alien pyramid that no one fully understands. Um, and Daniel's anchoring of the people aboard the ship to it via the same port means that the survivors will join those two an Ike in the archive. Which, I mean, I wrote that and then it came true like, later in the episode. But, um lovely but lovely. Uh, yeah excellent that was a good one.
1: lots of lots of theories next, join us next week when we will sort of go through and score them hopefully uh, Conrad's got a positive score I don't think you've ever not had a positive score so let's no. hope hope for it
0: it's close it's close that's all I'll say <laughs> yeah
1: okay lovely lovely um, alright guys uh, let's get into Conrad's pre uh, sorry post or I don't know just the thoughts you had after you watched the episode sure
0: Well now, that is the storm done. One episode to go, um, and I'm still really excited to see it, to be honest, despite everything that's happened in the last week. Um, A lot of theories were concluded, a lot of my theories were concluded in this episode. Um, I'd say maybe ten, maybe more than ten um some some positively some negatively i'm sure we'll go through that um in the theory matrix episode if that's something that you guys would still like to see um how the scoring goes although i appreciate uh, it might be a bit of an anticlimax because there's gonna be a lot of unresolved stuff as well but um yeah daniel was kind of like an exposition machine here um in this episode in a good way uh like really really filling in a lot of blanks in one level of the simulation though not I think the top level of the simulation but we've been over that before so I'm not going to carry on about it but yeah it was a great episode um, a lot of really really touching moments between characters that um, to be honest a lot that we don't really know that well but I really enjoyed it and I cannot wait to see how they uh, how they conclude the uh, seemingly one and only season that we're getting of 1899 so uh, yeah I'll, let's make it a good one and go out on a high note and I will see you all next week <laughs>
1: Well there you have it. We've finished episode 7 of 1899 The Storm. I didn't actually mention the name it was called The Storm. And uh and there yeah there you go. You're excited for the for the finale. Yeah, I'm very the excited sea- for it. I the like- series finale, not just the season, the series. Yeah, the finale
0: series finale. finale. Uh yeah, I'm really excited for it. Um despite the bad news um, I'm still looking to go out on a high, and I think they, I think I'll do yeah. it. I, they always nail it. I have no doubt in my mind that they will nail it for this one as well. To be honest, I'm looking awesome. forward to seeing that spaceship orbiting Saturn or whatever, <laughs> like wherever it <laughs> is.
1: I love as well. Like you, you can't help but put a little bit of extra. Yeah, I've you. got. So, when you talk ima- to me next week, is, yeah.
0: it's going to be like it's
1: like a space. It's the spaceship orbiting Pluto. I'm like, sorry, can't have it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'll, like, next week I'll zhuzh it up a little bit more, but will be like, there'll be men walking around in purple jumpsuits who are, like, serving, <laughs> serving drinks or whatever.
1: Serving drinks, yeah, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> like, they, they wake up from, like, a simulation machine, which is, like, a, a video game, and they're like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, can- yeah, yeah, they take more
0: off... C- or candy corn, myself? They take <laughs> off their Oculus Rifts, and everyone's yeah, like, and wow, <laughs> that's super realistic, and it's, like, and it's <laughs> just like Marty McFly playing an arcade game in <laughs> the future.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Seven yeah. Eleven. Uh, okay, so um, thanks very much for joining, guys. Subscribe, all that sort of stuff, and we'll catch you for the last episode eight. Um, I've all, there's also some exciting stuff coming in terms of a special guest coming on the channel. So save that to the end of the video for you uh, ones who stay, stick around. Uh, try and try and think in the comments who could it be? Who could it be? Um, so it's not Bo and Yoncha. Uh, okay, <laughs> we'll see you later, guys, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye.